We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our Gut Talk. talk. Let's get after it. What's up? Hey, Jenna. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) We are trying new intros, and we're trying to get away from the hey, Jenna, hey, Jilly, because I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah, me neither. Let's get crack-lacking. Maybe it's cute and fun, but maybe it's also annoying. No, I when I listen to our episodes back... Do you cringe? Cringe. Okay. So I can't do it well, anymore. ignore the previous episodes if you ever go back and listen, but... No, well, you know, it's, it's growth. Yes. Hashtag Amen. growth. Hashtag Another growth. growth. We're mm-hmm. having this conversation today with two microphones. <laughs> Believe it or not, you guys, we have been talking with one singular microphone. Both of our necks coughs. <laughs> In a way where you would look at us and be, what are you girls doing and how do you have a podcast that's going great? It is the jankiest setup. I'll send or we'll post a picture of our new setup or we're now sitting across of a desk from each other, which feels fantastic. Mm-hmm. I personally like my own space. I don't like to be in other people's bubbles and we were in a bubble yeah, together. Jill doesn't love hugs and... For a matter of fact, I absolutely do. But I will say there are few people in this world where, like, I always do want to hug them. You're just not. <laughs> what? I, it, but it's not an offensive thing. Like, there's, like, when I think of people I want to hug, no one's popping up in my mind. Well, that you said there are people you do always every once in hug a while. Them. But like, I think hugs you are like a hug for me occasionally. Situationally, okay. Haven't seen you in a while. Hug. Had a tough day. Hug. I gave up trying to give her hugs. Really. But you know what? If you really want to get into it, her you're, you. you're not a hugger. You're a squeezer. Yeah, you're a squeeze. You're a squeeze so tight, my head's going to pop off. It's the only way I like it. Well, I personally don't like my organs I, to be m- mixed and mashed hear me together. Out. I respect that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's only taken 20 something years. Okay. And again, I like I do like to hug. I just I don't. Why are we hugging in the middle of the day for no reason? Ah, it's connection. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Last night we were the sitting on the couch. The huggers will understand me, and well, the non-huggers will understand you. One hundred percent. And I like that we're all represented here. Amen. Okay, so we have two microphones. Can I be honest? Sure. I can't stop staring at the <laughs> thing in your tooth. <laughs> Things you wouldn't have seen if we were in each other's bubble. Exactly. Well, the top middle. <laughs> a real true friend. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know what? We'll figure it out later. Yeah. It doesn't matter because this thing isn't being video recorded. We have uh, smoothies right now from Juiceland because mm-hmm. we didn't grocery shop properly once again. Mistake. Story of our lives. All right. What are we? What are we doing today? We are gut health for dummies today. Mm-hmm. This is your one one episode. I was listening back to other episodes. I think that they're helpful, but we have never started at ground zero. So get ready. Our our goal for today is for you to be able to explain this stuff to somebody else. It is simple. And again, you might want to get into the deeper definitions of it and get into the weeds. There are so many doctors out there. 
that have those types of episodes, they have books on it. But we want the people that either one and it's okay, you don't really care that much. You just want to know the basics or like me, and you almost failed science every year, it's confusing. So it doesn't mean we're telling you everything you need to know, but we're telling you the basics. Blank for dummies, gut health for dummies. That's today's episode. And I'm pretty pumped because I like the basics. I want it easy. I want to be able to understand it and I don't want to get confused. Cool. And as a reminder, I have no formal training. I am just someone who wants to understand my body, my health, and I want to be able to find the root cause of things. Jonna, on the other hand. I do have training. I'm trained through the nutritional therapy. Well, I am a nutritional therapy practitioner and a restorative wellness practitioner. So I have a couple years under my belt in training and taking on clients. Right. So we come at you with two different perspectives here. And so I am more so going to be interviewing Jenna. Not that I don't know the answers to some of this stuff, but anyway, let's just jump into it. Basics 101, gut health. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Starting off with the most simple question there is, what is your gut? Well, it's funny that you say that it's simple. Because it's actually a complex system. Here we go. But we're actually just breaking it down. And that is, it's your gut is made up of a series of organs and accessory organs. It's a tube that runs from your mouth all the way to your anus. Literally a tube. Literally a tube. Okay. And it helps you digest your food and do all of those bodily processes. And also contains the gut microbiome. So it's, it's a tube and organs that are all a part of digestion yes and then it's also within the gut it's where the microbiome lives exactly what part of the gut does the microbiome live all right the majority of the gut microbiome is in the large intestine there is a little bit of bacteria in the small intestine and stomach and you don't necessarily need to know that but but one thing to note is that personally before i started any of this let's say seven years ago I thought that the digestive system, your gut, was simply just your stomach. Yeah. You know, when anyone was like, oh, my belly hurts, my stomach hurts. I was like, all right, the stomach, that's it. The the non-sciencey people listening to this, I literally used to think your gut was like a circle in your stomach, like below your belly button. Right. No, a lot of people (laughs) do, but there's so much more to it. I mean, I, I just mentioned small intestine, large intestine, liver, pancreas, gallbladder, all of those are all, they all have a different role within the digestive system. Sure. And I don't, it always is important to know what each specific role is, but that's way too complicated for what we're trying to accomplish today. So simply, simply, Mm -hmm. (laughs) simply, in simple terms, your Mm -hmm. gut is a tube. It goes from your mouth to your anus and it includes organs that also aid in the digestion process. Exactly. Boom. Easy. Yep. I got that. Cool. It passes those who fail science classes. And Perfect. To be fair, I never failed. It was just very difficult for yeah. me. Yeah. And I don't enjoy Understandable. it. Understandable. Yeah. That's not your your side of your brain, right? No, yeah. I love to write and read. Right. And science. I liked math and science. <gasps> it's okay. Together, we would be brilliant. <laughs> hey, that's why we have this podcast, What a bummer. Right? What a bummer. Um, okay. So next, I guess, is, okay, we understand what the gut is. Then what is gut health? Gut health is the ability for the digestive system to break down food into its smaller properties, its nutrients, to then be able to give it to your body, your cells, 
um, for all of those other processes to do its job. Because your gut is basically a simple word for digestive system, yeah, right? exactly. So it would be like gut health is like a healthy digestive system. Yeah. And that means that your digestive system is able to break everything down. That gut microbiome is doing what it needs to do because you have those healthy levels of bacteria. You can break down food. You go to the bathroom. Your bodily processes are working. And all of those things, that is needed to then have a healthy brain, a healthy immune system, healthy strong muscles every i mean really the gut is known as the mother of the body the mother what is that bitch i'm a mother no drama (laughs) if you're not on tiktok just right (laughs) okay so getting back on track Mm -hmm. here (laughs) no drama no drama why should people care about your gut i mean you explain that it gut health is your body's ability to break down your food Mm -hmm. and basically take that food and do what you're supposed to do with it whether it's like aid things give energy to things all that good stuff but like why should you care like why does why is gut health important i think it's very important because a working digestive system is means everything else in your body is also working and when you're When your digestive system is working properly, you're detoxing well. The nutrients are being able to be broken down into, excuse me, the food is able to be broken down into those nutrients that then go to all those other processes that I mentioned. And if that doesn't happen, then you're left with the lack of energy and all the symptoms that we're going to discuss in a couple minutes. But It's so important because we have to have a good digestive system to have a functioning everything else. Because hear me out, if your food can't be broken down, where are you getting your nutrients from? Yeah. If you have undigested food, let's say when you go to the bathroom in your stool, some of that food means that's not broken down into the nutrients that you need it to go. Or matter of fact, if you're not going to the bathroom at all, how are you getting rid of the waste of all the things that you don't need from that food that you're eating? Yeah. So because the gut is the mother of the body, it is responsible for truly the function of your entire body. It's resp- it's it's like almost like I think of it as like air traffic control. Mm-hmm. Send this there. Send that there. Like if you don't have air traffic control working properly planes can't do their jobs exactly and oh wow that was a good little reference yeah i like that that up on the spot i'll give that one to you but it's it it's just it's so important because if all of those functions aren't working then other things are going to start to not work as well and when i say work mind you your body is still working it's still you know it it's a very powerful thing and just because you have poor gut health doesn't mean like See you later. You're doomed. It's plain catch up. And that's why you see other things fall off the radar. Like your immune system starts to struggle or your mental health goes awry. But that does not mean that your body is completely broken. That's why we preach gut health and the importance of taking care of your gut, which in turn takes care of your body. Can we talk a little bit about the negative effects you notice when your gut health isn't where it needs to be? If you haven't if you have poor gut health, mm-hmm. what are you, what are some signs? Some, some, and also there's a lot of signs that are harder to pick up. These are just the very obvious ones. Right. Bloating, right? We shouldn't be bloated 
chronically. I understand you're a little bloated because you're on your period or you're a little bloated because you overate at night. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm the talking about the consistent bloating after you eat or even when you're not eating when you just wake up. That's a sign something is off. And it's like the hard bloating. Mm-hmm. It's I remember when you used to have it and oh, you press horrible. on it and like and nothing would move. It wasn't squishy. It was it was ro- it rock was a solid. thick rubber. Yep, if you will. You have excess gas. You have poor sleep, diarrhea, constipation, skin issues, constantly being sick, joint issues. Those are just some of the list brain of fog. brain fog. So many different issues that can come up with having a poor digestive system. Or it doesn't even mean your digestive system isn't working. I want to make that clear, as I said earlier. It means that there could be something like that overgrowth of bacteria. I mentioned the gut microbiome. There could be too much bad bacteria that you don't really want and not enough good. And therefore, let's say bacteria gets stocked up in the small intestines, small intestine bacteria overgrowth. Those can cause symptoms just in and of themselves. Right. And I think too, it's interesting because if you start thinking about the way your body communicates Mm -hmm. to you, then you start almost having a conversation with it. And what I mean by that is... My skin is pretty clear. And then I got this really juicy under the skin pimple. Our first thought process was like, what did you eat? Mm-hmm. What triggered that? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? What might be a little out of balance or out of whack where that happened? It's not, oh, I have to go find a better serum. Because right. I think one thing we think about is like when you're not aware of your body and how it processes things and how different foods and different environments affect it, you blame these very surface level things for your problems. Mm -hmm. But once you understand the importance of gut health and how it triggers literally everything else in your body, you start to realize your body's communicating with you. Absolutely. And that's really cool because that's when you understand how to regulate stress why sleep is so important, Mm -hmm. why eating the right foods for your body are important. And that's why I'm getting off in a tangent here and I'll I'll get back in a second, but that's why gut health is so difficult and it can be so confusing is because your body and its communication to you is a different language than someone else's body and the way it communicates to them. Exactly. And so there is no one size fits all. There is no one diet that works for everyone. And that's why I think health has become so complicated is because we don't understand our body as a system and the way that it communicates with itself. And that is rule number one. That's where you have to start. Once you start seeing your body as this communication tool for you, it changes things, I think. I love that. Thank you. I really love that. I think it's that and laying the foundation for health. And making sure you're covering, you have a checklist of all of your bases. Okay, so you mentioned checklist. Let's get into it. What should you check off before blaming your gut? Like ask yourself these things before you assume you have bigger problems. Mm -hmm. Are you drinking water? Are you staying hydrated, right? And this doesn't mean that you need the clearest pee in the world. You need a pale yellow. Thank you for the visual. You don't need a... Two gallons of water or a ga- even a gallon. I, You know what? I was thinking about this the other day because you see on TikTok a lot with a lot of fitness influencers. It's like how I dropped 30 pounds in 60 days. And mm-hmm. one of the things is I drink a gallon of water a day. And I'm like, 
the key is to be hydrated. And for people like me, if you tell me I have to drink a gallon, I'm just going to drink none because it's like all or nothing. Exactly. Just improve your hydration. Mm-hmm. Are you eating enough every day? We want to make sure and emphasize the importance of nourishing your body to allow your processes to even happen. Digestion needs food. It needs protein to signal that stomach acid to continue moving down the line, if you will, the tube. You need to be sure that you are eating enough. I'm talking three to four meals a day every three to four hours. And what happens if you're not eating enough? Well, that's when we can become constipated. It can slow down digestion, your motility, the ability for your body to move things through at the pace it needs to. There's a lot of things that can happen when you're under eating. And that's why we really believe in nourishing your body. That means, as I said, three to four meals a day. Next, are you sleeping? Yes, many different things like stress and even some digestive issues can impact your sleep, even blood sugar issues. But are you even putting in the effort to sleep? We'll do a whole episode and a post on sleep routine because I really believe that it's important, but making sure that you're sleeping. You're not going to bed at 2 a.m. and waking up at 7. You're going to bed around 10, 10, 30, 11, and you're waking up around 7, 6 or 7. You know what's interesting about sleep Mm -hmm. is that I thought I was getting enough sleep and then I got an aura ring and I realized that I count the time that I'm like in bed as how long I slept, but the actual time that I'm sleeping is always an hour to an hour and a half less than the time I'm in bed. Isn't that crazy? I'm not surprised. That's bad. I think I'm working on it. Personally, I can, if I'm tired, I can close my eyes and fall asleep within five minutes. Oh, good for you. No, but I, it is, but I'm also usually in bed a little bit longer than that. And I think it takes people a longer time. So anyway, sleep, making sure you're sleeping. Next, how stressed are you really? We talked about this on the episode with Dr. Pedre. I believe it's episode 35. Stress was such a big factor in his digestive issues and mine as well. He has created this morning meditation, jump in the ocean routine, and really attributes his stress management to completely changing his digestive system. And I will say about stress, I didn't believe it. I really didn't. I've obviously turned the corner and pretty much 180'd, but Mm -hmm. if you're one of those people that's like, yeah, I get it, I'm stressed, but like that doesn't affect my gut health, you're wrong. Which just, there's science to back it up. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. Start believing in it because when you're able to start finding ways to cope and manage your stress, your gut gets better. Well, also recognize how you feel in times where you're blissful, that you're happy, you're in your element. Maybe you're reading a book at the beach versus the time where you're cramming things to get done for work. Notice how you feel in those times. You're, I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably feeling really good. Digestion feels good. You're probably like, hmm, I didn't have that pain in my chest like I did last week. There are differences that you can notice when you're really zen blissed out versus when you're not. Yeah. That's just one way to understand and listen to your body. Yeah. Are you moving your body? Are you going on daily walks? Are you doing some type of movement every single day? Point blank. You need to be moving your body for everything to be working. And there's a type of movement for everyone. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying go and lift or do HIIT workouts every single day. Find the movement that works for you. Same with stress. Are you supporting your mental health? Are you making that a priority in your life? How often are you consuming 
seed oils, gut irritants, ultra processed foods? Are you nourishing your body with real whole foods or is a majority of what you're eating in packaged goods, overly sugary sodas, drinks, alcohol, what are you putting in your body? I would say 80-90% of the time it should be real whole foods, nourishing foods. I'm talking about quality meat, quality dairy, vegetables, fruit, a little bit of nuts and seeds versus the latter of all of those processed foods. And just to note, a protein bar can be a snack, but a protein bar is not a meal. And a protein bar can be one of the unhealthiest things for you right. if are you, you don't have the right one. Are you one. eating protein bars with excess sugar and seed oils that are just, you may as well be eating a Snickers bar. Literally. You might as well. You, you would enjoy it more too. And a big, big factor that Jill and I talk about all the time that we think is so important is how are you starting your day? Morning movement. Are you starting your day on your phone, stressed watching the news, or are you getting making an effort to get out, go outside, move your body, even do a yoga video from YouTube in the morning. How are you starting your day? Ask yourself that because a big part of how you start the day dictates the rest of your day, your week. We can go ahead and say your months, your years, your life. Yeah. So to summarize before we go to the next topic, ask yourself the following things and we'll put a checklist on social media for you to to look into. But Are you hydrated? Are you eating enough? Are you sleeping? Are you stressed out? Are you moving your body? Are you taking care of your mental health? Are you consuming bad shit? Are you eating the ultra processed bad shit? Mm -hmm. And how are you starting your day? Yep. When Jill says bad shit, just know that there's a time and place for that. Let's say 10%. The rest of it needs to be the nourishment, just to make that clear. And we also say too, like sometimes... Have the fun food. Right. Don't make this such a stressful thing where mm-hmm. you're so strict on yourself that it's becoming unhealthy. It's just make sure your body gets into a good place and then your body can better support your fun meals. I have one rule that I've applied in my life that I think is really, I personally think it's amazing. And basically, I allow myself. I don't know if I've ever told you this. No, I have no idea what you're about to say. I allow myself to literally eat whatever I want. So I'm a la- if I want Cheetos on a lunch day, after lunch, whatever, whenever, I can absolutely have the Cheetos. To me, nothing is off limits. But because I care about my health, I typically, I don't know the last time I've had Cheetos, I choose not to have them. You right? know why? Because when you know better, you do better. Yep. But it, I don't know if that's something that would help you guys, but allowing myself to eat whatever I want. You but can. Because I know how it makes me feel. Right. I choose every day to nourish my body as much as possible to the best of my ability you, each day. It's not that you don't want the Cheetos. It's you don't want to put things in your body that don't serve you. Exactly. It's liter- Cheetos is that friend that you used to love hanging out with in college mm-hmm. and she's so fun and you love her from a distance, but she's not good for you right now. Right? I love Cheetos that. is your girl that you say once a year, oh my God, we got to get together. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. But realistically, it's just not serving you. Exactly. And, and if someone were to come up to me and be like, Jenna, you want a Cheeto? Maybe I would have a bite. To be honest, it doesn't interest me at all. 
but truly it's, it's giving you that flexibility to have whatever you want, but knowing that you're going to put your gut health first. And that means consuming the things that you think is going to benefit you in the long run. Thanks, Miss Cheeto, but mm-hmm. our era is over. <laughs> Wait, did I say you Cheetah were like or sitting, Cheeto? Cheeto. <laughs> you were sitting there dying to say that. <laughs> you were ready for your one line. I'm literally, I'm literally just envisioning the Cheetah, um, the Cheetah like symbol guy, yeah. the guy that was on the commercials, but like has like a margarita in her hand, is wearing like a really cute set active set. <laughs> but like think of the but tiger you've cheetah. Gotta go. Yeah, sorry, Miss Cheetah. <laughs> Cheeto. Oh god. All right, never mind. Bye. Bye. Okay, so getting back on track from Miss Cheetah, um, you talk about gut health, and we talk about what it can affect. We. We chatted about it a little bit earlier, but I want you to list out what can having good or bad gut health affect in either a positive way or a negative way? The short answer, everything. Yeah. The longer answer, the strength of your immune system, your mental health, your skin, your energy levels, your hormones. Ladies, if you are struggling with your hormones, the first thing I would look at is your gut health. And your blood sugar, but really your gut health. That is the number one thing, the priority you want to start with. But, okay, but why does your gut health affect these things? Like, I know you said, like, you kind of talked about it earlier, like, your, your food breaks down and it basically does air traffic control and, like, sends the nutrients to the places that it needs to go. Exactly. Because nutrients are at the core of what we need to fuel our body so basically so like when you have leaky gut or mm -hmm. you have SIBO or maybe some bad bacteria or whatever you have going on there it prevents I'm, I'm asking but I'm pretty sure it prevents your gut from doing what it needs to do right exactly like somewhat of estrogen which is a hormone gets broken down by your digestive system and it gets excreted through your stool because There's always too much of a good thing too, right? Yeah. If that's not happening and if you're constipated, then that excess estrogen isn't being detoxed through your body and ending up in the toilet. Wow. And then you're never, I've never thought about it. Then you're having too much built up. So now you have a too high levels of estrogen. Oh, interesting. So that's just one example, but people are so curious. Okay. Why? And, And actually that answer you can find on a stool test. That's just honestly one example of the many different things that yeah. could happen. And that's when it's like gut health is so complex. We could be here all day. But exactly. the idea is things go wrong when your digestive system doesn't work properly. And you've probably spent hundreds of dollars on skin exfoliants mm-hmm. and serums. And oh, I think it's just, you know, my face wash is too harsh. Like check your gut. Right. Or you're not. Check s- your bacteria in your gut. And when we say check, yes, you can do testing, but also recognize that the foundations that we listed are incredibly important because all of those impact your gut. So make sure you're doing all of those. Mm -hmm. And if you're sleeping seven to eight hours a night and you're eating really quality foods and you're doing all the things that we've already listed and you're still having issues, that's when it's time to go get help. That or your problems are so excruciating, you cannot wait to tighten up a little bit. And you need to go see someone. We're not telling you no matter what, hold on, wait. Like if you you know, trust your gut, listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you need a 
additional help, go get it. But what we're saying is a lot of times they're going to tell you to do these things anyway. You know, you have clients. Right. Or they're going to give you a pill for your pain or a supplement for your problem. And although I do believe in supplements and I think there are many supplements that are really healing, really nourishing for the gut, supplements aren't going to heal your stress. I mean, sure, there are nutrients that support your serotonin levels and all right all right no but again really though if you are surrounded by people that you hate and you're in a horrific job and you have all these things your gut's gonna suffer let's be honest yeah what did you say to me the other day when you're stressed the first thing to go down is your digestion yeah no it's the truth yeah yeah and and that's me too i think we've done a pretty good job of breaking it down on a basic level i guess you guys are the ones that would determine that not us but For me, I like having really simple answers Mm -hmm. and between air traffic control and the tube from your mouth to your anus with some organs, (laughs) I can draw a pretty good picture. It might not be uh, scientifically accurate, but I get it. But now what? Right? You've gotten this far in the episode and you're like, okay, but if I want to start having better gut health today, where do I start? I think the first thing that you want to do is to identify where you're at. We named some symptoms, but I think you need to ask yourself some things such as, are you pooping? Are you not pooping? Do you burp all the time? Do you have skin issues that aren't going away with that better skincare routine? Do you feel better when you don't eat? Do you wake up bloated? Are you constantly exhausted? Are you sick all the time? Do you get stomach pains? Do you fart a lot? Is your stool loose? Are you pooping? Diarrhea? Unexplained symptoms? Get gut feeling that something is off. Identify where you're at. What are the things that are paining you that you, as you, as we said, that gut feeling that something is off, right? And then start to educate yourself. If you're listening to this podcast, round of applause. Round of applause because you're freaking trying to educate yourself. And then start empowering yourself with this that info. So yes, you can absolutely go the route of working with a functional, integrative practitioner, but there are many, many things that you can start doing now. Like we said, start checking the checklist that are going to benefit you. There's just no doubt in my mind that they will. And that means hydrating yourself, getting better sleep. Mm -hmm. Your diet, the way you eat is so impactful and ask us questions. I mean, we make so much of our content based off of what you guys ask us, but Mm -hmm. we're going to start doing, this is a spoiler alert, we're going to start doing grocery shopping hauls. We're going to be putting- But with a twist, because we've already been doing them for a while. A little bit of a twist, but but we're also doing, you know, ingredients. We're we're helping educate you. We want to empower you all, but there are other people, we've mentioned them on other episodes that you can go follow as well. Start learning right Mm -hmm. but but the short term is is like start picking up foods that you eat and looking at the ingredients Mm -hmm. it's so funny everyone checks the calories first and i think that's such an american thing that we do we care more if it keeps us skinny or not compared to how it makes us feel right and how it affects our body Mm -hmm. ingredients are tricky because some are really have really long names and they're just long names for really, really simple things and other names are actually really bad for you so start educating yourself We'll help you there. Another spoiler alert. But little steps go a really long way. Absolutely. Like I bet if you started drinking more water for the next two weeks, you'd feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're someone who lacks that, absolutely. And 
not to get into this, but it's important to do it now because of your bloating, because of your constipation, whatever it is. But now what we're, we've been studying gut health long enough and not me, the country, the world, doctors in general have been studying gut health long enough that, that now we know that gut health is linked to much bigger issues. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of scientific studies out there. They go back and forth. But this is a longevity thing. You get one freaking body to live in. Treat it properly. We're debunking the myth that taking care of yourself and having good health, gut health doesn't mean that you can't do fun things, consume fun drinks, eat good things. It's about knowing better and doing better and making better choices for yourself on a consistent basis. I love that. We're not asking you to be perfect. We don't want you to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's healthy to be perfect, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Start really small. Don't make a massive change in one day unless that's your personality and then for and then go for it. But like these are small changes that you have to be consistent with over time. Yep. And choose a motivating factor, right? Or a, a, a why, if yeah. you will. Biggest, a large part of my why is I want to live a long, healthy life. Yeah. I want to feel good doing it and I want to look good doing it. And it's so interesting. I mean, if you've listened to every episode, we've brought it up a few times, but our grandma passed away of Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and she didn't move that much. Love Mm -hmm. her to death. But we look back and she was heavily medicated on pain medication and sleeping medication. She didn't sleep well. She didn't nourish her body properly and she didn't move. And we're like... Now I look back and I'm like, holy shit, only we would have known what we knew 20 years ago. Exactly. But for me, that's a huge driving factor as well is like your body keeps, your body literally keeps the score. That's a book um, that I'm actually starting to read, but you can't trick your body. So we've now identified what you can do. So how do you know if it's working? One, you can do testing and check out your gut microbiome and see what your blood test levels are. But I really think a lot of it is going on how you feel. Your stomach feels great, meaning your digestive system feels good. You don't have pain. You don't have bloat. You don't have, you know, any of those symptoms that we mentioned before. You're pooping at least once a day, especially in the morning. You don't realize how often you ignore your body asking for help. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Like we live with so many things because they're normalized, whether it's like constant burping and farting, right? Mm -hmm. You you find a way to manage it or I had IBS for years after a while you stop thinking about it and you just run to the bathroom when you have to run like yeah it's it's not settling for feeling eh okay I'll be fine it's the your energy feels great your skin looks great your hormones are good your period isn't painful and and also too if you feel perfectly wonderful every day good for you mom pretty much feels that way our mom Mm -hmm. And that's why that's when you dig into the longevity and you know that you're doing it for yourself to come, right? You're doing it for the future you. So if nothing we've said, if you haven't identified with any of the issues, which would be shocking, but also fantastic, good for you, Mm -hmm. then start doing it because you deserve better moving forward. Right. Like The body will catch up. Uh, What Jill's saying. So what I'm trying to say is say you have a, this, this might be you or this might be your family member or friend who is constantly eating those Cheetos, is constantly eating a bunch of gummies and sugar and fast food, but they feel great and maybe they do. I will tell you right now, not nourishing your body with proper food, hydrating, it's going to catch up to you. Yep. 
because we are not made to eat that all the time. Okay, so just to make that clear. If you do want to work with a practitioner, right, maybe you just want some testing done to be safe or maybe you're interested in that and you want to work with a professional, can you give some tips, Jen, on what to look for? Yeah, so I would look for someone with functional, integrative, holistic. Use those keywords because if they're doing that, typically... It means that they are looking at that whole body holistic approach. And obviously, I can't vet every single person for all of you guys. So it's hard for me to tell you exactly who. But it if you do an initial call, things that I would look out for is someone who asks you about what you're eating, what your stress look, levels look like, how frequently are you eating, under someone who understands how important gut health is. Maybe someone who recognizes hormones and what their roles are in your body. They're, the whole approach here is understanding, okay, I want to fix, I want to make you aware of lifestyle aspects. I want to teach you how important food is for your body. And we can supplement with a few things should your body need it. It's those three things right there. And that typically is the holistic approach to helping someone heal. And do you need someone? Answer is yes and no. The one thing that I will tell you is your practitioner should be educating you. They should be supporting you. They should be helping you reach your goal without telling you every single thing that you should do because part of this is your innate intelligence on what your body truly needs. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know better than anyone of the things that we need to to look for. And again, that first person you go to might not be the best person for you. So don't give up either. I mean, it took us a really long time and I hope the first person you meet with is that person, but never forget to keep advocating for yourself. Keep your I, options open. Stay curious. Yeah. I mean, again, listen. The internet is a great place these days to just really hone in on what you even need. And Listen to yourself. Listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, you know more than you think you do. Exactly. We had a question sent to us through Instagram that I thought was really helpful. And we we kind of already touched on it. And it is like, why is gut health so confusing? And I think it was the simple way to talk about it is it, it truly is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's so many different organs that have some sort of responsibility throughout the digestion process. And then you mentioned too, like if you don't poop, then your excess estrogen isn't released. Like you're involving so much of the body, but but that's why it's so important to have really good gut health is because it's all encompassing. And I think one example that I can give is let's use the example of nausea, right? There's so many different ways why a person would be nauseous. So say Jill, both of us are nauseous. There could be the reason of you're lacking stomach acid, okay? So you're not breaking down your proteins, causing nausea. You might have small SIBO, small intestine bacteria overgrowth. I might be really stressed, or maybe I have an H. pylori, which is a bacterial infection. So I just named four different reasons as to why we could be nauseous. And I think that's why it's the look at yourself and yourself only and narrow down more on what you think or the testing or whatever you need to get done to understand what your issues are. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. But also, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the internet now, right? And I think a lot of people are saying a lot of different things. I think Western and Eastern medicine are in a bit of, um, not a fight, but a clash on how people were taught in the past versus what's now coming up. I also think, not think, I know that gut health is still a newer phenomena. Yeah. And someone asked, why do some medical journals and doctors still discount leaky gut and like other gut health problems? And I think that's what you're saying yeah, as well. Yeah, it's, it's maybe there wasn't a lot of research in the past about it. And this is not what they were taught in medical school. And they haven't put forth the effort. And this is not a bad thing, but they haven't put forth the effort to look into the new research or the new issues that have arose, arise. I want to touch on that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I think arose. Either way. Okay. Um, I want to touch on that for a second because two things. One is... A lot of doctors, I mean, our old OBGYN was 70-something. Yeah. What that, you know what? And I had a problem with him because he was not willing Mm -hmm. to do any, he wasn't willing to help me, help myself. Because he was so stuck in his ways. Because period pain is just something we have to deal with. Bullshit. Have you read in the past 15 years like, how dare you? Like, right. it, sorry, that really pisses me off. Uh, and there's a lot of doctors like that. There's also a lot of incredible doctors. Sure. Listen, if my heart starts having pains all the time, I'm going to a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the voodoo man down the street. Right. Sorry. <laughs> there is a place for doctors. But you have to make sure that you're understanding the root cause of your problems. And there's another thing, too. And I don't want to get um, uh, shadow banned or anything like that, but... There's a lot of money to be made in medicine Mm -hmm. and just keep that in mind Mm -hmm. because big people, big Mm -hmm. organizations (laughs) pay a lot of money to get their things, their medications, their surgeries pushed. And so you just have to keep that in mind because you want to make sure that whatever treatment plan is being created for you at any time is just the right one for your body. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Honestly, I think what we just articulated is why it's so complicated, right? Because there's so many people saying so many different things. And that's where we go back to the trusting your own intelligence and trusting your gut. And we've probably said that 15 times in this episode, but I don't think we can say it enough because that's what I truly believe is important. Yeah, I agree. And the last thing that we haven't really touched on is how long will it take to improve your gut? If if you start doing these things, when can you expect changes? I think it's hard to put a timeline on all of these things, right? We're all on different paths. All of us, I know, want those quick instant fixes. But one, taking care of your body and your gut is a lifetime thing. Two, if you start making these changes, such as seeing a practitioner if you need one, if you think something's deeper, going through the checklist, making sure that you're covering all your bases. It depends on where and how many of these changes you're making, but things can start to happen fast if you're really struggling. It really depends. I went on a pretty strict protocol when I first did my muscle testing and understood more about my food sensitivities and the issues I was having. And I had massive, massive results within like two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, But... I wasn't doing like a 50-50 
slow change, I completely 180'd my life. Mm -hmm. So it just really depends for you. I think the more you do at one time, the faster you can expect results. But don't rush it if you're not in any need. Like do it at the speed that you feel is best for your body. No, I agree. And that's also, Jill worked with a practitioner for that. The goal and the intention here is if you are working with a practitioner to make these changes become your lifestyle, right? Because that's where we can see the, if you don't keep up with taking care of your body, things can start to go haywire. Yeah. So staying consistent is so important too. And Jill and I do, as we mentioned, we don't want this to make it seem like we are these in order marching to the beat of this singular drum. We're really live a flexible, fun life. Like there's so much health that you can enjoy. You can get into health can be fun when you realize that it's all in the importance of taking care of your body. And once you feel really good, you want to just keep going and always take care like Jill and I never I mean not never but sleep is a priority of ours right so we always we love our sleep routines these things become fun once you start creating the habits of doing them yeah I agree and I'll say the last thing to remember is if you've listened to all of this and you're not convinced just remember you cannot spot treat your life we say this all the time Mm -hmm. there is no magical greens powder, supplement, pill, surgery, that's going to make everything better. Your body does truly keep the score. You can't trick it. And so it's up to you. I mean, do it at your own speed. We, you're, until you're ready to make these changes, they're, they're not going to truly work for you. Agree. Like you have to be in that mindset. So maybe today you're super inspired and that's awesome. And you're going to go out and make changes. And maybe you either need to listen to this again or follow us more on Instagram or TikTok or like listen to other people. Like maybe it'll take you a while. John is always like three months ahead of me <laughs> in doing things. And then I come around. So go at your own speed. But we hope that this episode helped you today. We're really excited to put it out because. I think that this ideally should have been episode number one, but Mm -hmm. hey, here we are. And we got feedback from some of our friends of like still not understanding some of the very basics. And we're like, oh my God, we've actually never talked about what the literal Mm -hmm. gut is. What the gut. (laughs) What the gut. So thank you all for listening. Yes. Um, Remember to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. All of that stuff really, really, really helps us. We're so excited about some of the stuff that we have going on and coming up. Um, And again, like we really do try to read every single DM and we take what you have to say and your questions into account. So if you guys have ideas or you want to see us post more of something, we take this feedback so seriously from you guys because we've really, our community is awesome. Like I hope this doesn't change, but like we have like very, very, very few haters. Mm -hmm. We have such a fun community. Like we talk to people all the time and we it it's something we really value so uh we're very appreciative and uh we'll see you next week bye